What is good, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Dan Cable Presents Podcast. Thank you for tuning in to the program once again. If this is your first time listening to the show, thanks for checking it out. You can find fresh episodes coming at you every Friday. And then you want to go ahead and help support this podcast, you can do so by clicking the subscribe button there on iTunes and then going to the bottom of the podcast page and clicking write a review. Give the show five stars if you're digging it and say a couple words. And that is super helpful in shooting the podcast into the tops of the iTunes charts. And that makes it more visible for strangers and makes it more nationally visible and, and just helps more people stumble upon the podcast and uh, will ultimately just contribute to the sustainability of this thing and obviously just gives much more exposure to all of the people that are featured on the podcast. So much appreciated if you can take the couple minutes to go ahead and do that. It's not a long process and uh, it's absolutely free. And it is uh, taking the next step in, in supporting this podcast. So much love to all the folks that have already been uh, kind enough to leave a review. It is uh, much appreciated. Super pumped for uh, this episode of the podcast. We got Autonomics are back on the show. They came on, I believe, episode 74, 76, somewhere, somewhere in that range. They were uh, the last of the Mountaineer Studio sessions that went on there at Mountaineer Studios in the Brooklyn neighborhood. And I had such a fun time hanging out with those guys last time they came through and we had another killer hang. We're going to get into that momentarily. Don't forget to check out the Dan Cable Presents YouTube channel, which features a bunch of in-studio performances, live show performances, and uh, a short documentary on a band called Tribe Mars. You can click subscribe there as well, and then you'll know when new videos pop into the feed, like these new live videos that we're going to put out at the beginning of the year from these uh, this big Doug Fur show here in Portland, Oregon. This is the big calendar day, people. November 20th, just a couple weeks away now, a little less than two weeks out from this killer live filming going on at the legendary Doug Fur, and uh, we just we have a crushing lineup. Strange Hotels, who were on the podcast last week. We got Gold Cassio, who's going to be making an appearance on the podcast next week. And we got Autonomics, who are on the show this week, and past guests. And this is just going to be a, a killer night, and we're going to get some really rad live footage. And we, we would just love it if if you all came out and, and got your faces on the camera and and packed out that room for us uh tickets are going fast though so you know get yourself a ticket you can find it on the uh the doug for a website and uh it'll save you a few shekels as well if you if you get your tickets in advance it's ten dollars online or 15 on the day of and uh a majority of those dollars are going directly into the production 
of of all these videos that we're going to make so your your dollars are going towards a good cause in in supporting not only these bands to get them some killer live content but also you know supporting the uh the DCP, the Dan Cable Presents uh, deal, you know, so we can keep producing things and, and, and keep this podcast rolling and, and things of that nature. So I am pumped for the show. It's the first time that I get to throw a show at the Doug Fur, and I couldn't be more pumped. It's my favorite venue in town. So please, if you've been thinking about coming out to one of these these Dan Cable Presents events, this is the one to, to come out to. We've also got three shows, the third annual Dan Cable Presents Holidays Party. Three nights, three different venues is going on in December. Uh, so that first night is December 1st at Turn, Turn, Turn. Bunch of awesome indie rock, post-rock bands. Got Beige Radio coming down from Seattle. Rare Monk, past guests of the podcast, and uh, Small League Sink Ships are headlining that one. So I think that's going to be super rad at turn 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 on december 1st so keep that one in mind as well and uh more details on the uh the full lineup for all three nights are uh absolutely coming i also want to shout out anybody that may enjoy the uh the sport of hockey i have uh i have started a a hockey podcast i'm a big big hockey fan and i just released the first episode of between the pipes just uh just the other day so that is also available so so check that out if you're uh if you're a fan of hockey i'm just kind of talking all things going on in the hockey world and just giving my takes on on what's what's shaking and and making predictions and just uh being a goofy asshole most of the time but uh it uh it was a lot of fun doing that first episode so i'm stoked to uh to keep doing that as well as uh as this thing i can't believe we this is episode 135 that is coming at you and i will tell you that i just really enjoy hanging out with autonomics this band is is rad and the the times i've gotten to hang with with these dudes have has just been such a good time uh, we hung out in their practice space the other night and and, and did this chat, and um, I appreciated their openness and and honesty about uh, some of the changes that have gone in to the band, as um, Vaughn has left the band since the last time I chatted with these guys, who is the bass player, and he's also uh, the drummer Evan's twin brother, and he and Dan and Vaughn all played in this band since the beginning of it, which is nine, 10 years back. And um, so obviously it was a, a big change and I just kind of, a, I wasn't going to uh, really harp on that subject, but um, it was just very cool how open and honest they were about that situation and, and what they were willing to share. And I thought it gave some really cool insight on the, just how this band has changed with the um, addition of of two members, uh, another guitar player in Devin and and their new bass player Jesse, and and just kind of hearing how their ideas have impacted the band as well as their approach to uh, you know inserting themselves into something that has been going on for a long time, and and this was just a 
a killer chat. Like I said, I just didn't, I enjoy the fuck out of these dudes and they're one of my favorite bands and I just can't encourage people enough to, to go see them live and, and see what this live show has to offer because I just think that it's, it's on another level for me at least. And, um, I, I just listen to this music so much and, and it's, I don't know. It's one of those crazy things for me where I, I'm just so pumped that I get to have some sort of relationship with these guys because I do have so much respect for their music. And, um, I just feel extremely fortunate to be able to, to sit down in a room with them and, and just get to talk with them about the process and, and whatever else I just like bullshitting with them. So, uh, super stoked super super buttered episode coming at you we're gonna get into it right now don't forget doug fur november 20th it is going down autonomics gold casio strange hotels the cameras are coming out mountain air mike's gonna be there tracking all the audio forrest brennan and the crew is gonna be getting all the video and we're gonna we're gonna create some really killer content from that night so I hope you will come out and be be a part of it. And uh, much love to all the listeners out there. As always, don't forget to leave your iTunes reviews. Super important to the show's growth and sustainability. We're going to kick it off. Uh, we're going to kick this episode off with a track off the, the Trust Your Instincts album from Autonomics. So we're going to take it back a little bit. This is episode 135, everybody, with Autonomics, and this song is called Beach Gaze. Let's get into it.
do it. Autonomics. Yeah. What's shaking? Hey. What's happening? Hey. Oh yeah. It is. Uh, it's been a minute since you guys have been on this podcast. It's probably been close to like a year, a year and a year. half, actually. Almost. But a year and, year and some change. Yeah. Well, we're, we're, we did it like right after the um, the Dead Sounds release. Yeah. yeah. So it was like yeah. the day after that. We were really hungover. Uh, it was you were. Release. You were. I didn't know if you were going to make it through. Yeah. Actually, <laughs> early on when you guys got there. <laughs> we were feeling rough. I, I remember that very specifically. Like, um, we had then, like the smorgasbord of like beers and blunts. So. Yeah, well, like, you gotta got come there, correct. I was like, whoa, yes. Got to make sure everybody is is happy when they get there, and you guys seem to uh, to power through, and we ended up having a good time still. Yeah, it was a really good, a nice time. hungover B side session. It was good. Yeah, yeah, that was that was nice. Like I normally don't like smoke weed before uh, I play or like do anything like that, but when I was out hungover, like you know, having it, having it kind of like being passed around was nice. Yeah, I was feeling it absolutely. Um, Super buttery. Super buttery. <laughs> <Yeah>. Super buttery. <laughs> the, the famous quote from that episode, super buttered, you know? Um, yeah, I'm pumped to just kind of hang out and catch up with you guys a little bit since it has been so long, and you have you have changed the makeup of this band since, uh, since you guys came into the studio and, and are now playing as a four-piece and have added Jesse and Devin to the to the Autonomics crew. What's up? So... Yeah, just wanted to kind of catch up and, and kind of get get a read on on how all that kind of came together and reasons for uh, you know. Yeah, I mean, uh, <clears throat> so uh, me and Dan and Vaughn went on a short like West Coast tour about a year ago, and uh, like Vaughn had been kind of just feeling like he didn't really want to do the grind anymore, and me and Dan were like pretty respectful of that, and. Uh, you know, because it's a grind, and it was just getting to him more than it was getting to us, I guess. So he dipped out, and uh, I mean, he still did the tour, and you know, I mean, he didn't just bail or anything, and we're still on really good terms with him. Um, and it wasn't even like a creative issue or anything like that. It was just like a, a just time like kind of being done with it for yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and then Dan and I were kind of in a I mean, maybe we were, like, maybe we felt weird about, like, adding, or we didn't know who we were going to add for, like, maybe a couple weeks, but... It was, a, it was a weird <laughs> time. It was, because, I mean, that was the that was the original lineup that we'd had for, I think, what, like, nine years at that point or something? Yeah. yeah. You guys have been playing together for a long time, so... Yeah. That's a major, major shift in the dynamic. Yeah, it was, uh, it was, it was definitely, like wasn't kind of unexpected because i feel like you know we i mean we'd all spent so much time together we we kind of like you know knew how vaughn was feeling about things and we're just hoping that you know it was kind of like a phase or something but um but yeah like he you know when he left the band we kind of were like well you know if we get new members is can we even like call it the same band or like you know should we just try to like do something else but we had just released this record we'd put all this like time and energy and you know uh and it was starting to like pick up and get us some really good like you know exposure and and we had like some pr behind it and stuff and and we were like i mean even had that conversation with vaughn and stuff too being like well hey you know like we've done all this work and like we don't really want to just kind of like you know have to have to start over or like put this down because like we still are you know, really feeling this music and what we're doing and stuff. So, um, 
and you know and Vaughn totally like was respectful of that also and and like like Evan said we're definitely like we were on good terms throughout and and still and um yeah like we we talked about a few different options and uh kind of settled on two of our buddies that we'd you know played music with in the past uh and yeah and we were really freaking solid in, in every project that we'd seen them in um and some people that we'd like toured with before and everything too um i think like we knew we wanted to be a, we wanted to add another guitar um but when vaughn left like we wanted to add another guitar even before vaughn left and so when he did we were like well we can't just like get some random person to play bass and some random person to play guitar and then have them be like the two new random people in the band you know so like having like jesse and devin are really good friends and in a different project called Devi metal together and they were in mufasa um so like having them come in as like another unit was like you know really helpful for the kind of like the synergy and you know yeah didn't make people feel like outsiders so much i'm sure no, now we just someone have like else two in outside yeah 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 like, but <laughs> well i think that's it's funny you say that to you because i i totally feel like we did that on purpose you know instead of having like somebody just like one person come in and trying to like you know fit in the dynamic that me and evan had been kind of like building for a long time like having two people that knew each other pretty well and and were experienced with each other playing music uh was and like knew us too i mean yeah, like we yeah, hung yeah. out like you know we went on a tour with mufasa uh so we had like spent time together um but i mean i don't I think I remember like our first jam together. We all just like stayed up. It was like I remember it was like 15 degrees outside, and we could feel it like in the space. And we just stayed up till like four in the morning and got super wasted. And like it was kind of like a first date, you know what I mean? That just like went really well, you know? Yeah. Uh, and I feel like ever since then the, you know the the chemistry has just like really been working for us, you know and. I, mean, I, uh, I remember for for like the next month or two though i i told him specifically i was like i really want to take things slow you know <laughs> not, it really was not ready I, for you to sleep over yeah separate like, vans yeah, yeah like, I, <laughs> well, like you know, I was super gung-ho i about like it, you though. guys I was just like let's do it like, well let's yeah get it. let's keep them in here i mean the the hang in any band is important right but i would imagine it's even more important with what you guys do because you guys do spend or try to spend a lot of time on the road or doing like these these month long, two month long trips to Europe and whatnot. Yeah. So I would imagine that part of it and having some people y you enjoy being around is super important. Yeah. I mean, that was definitely <clears throat> something that we had to consider, you know, I mean, especially living in Portland, like you have your pick essentially of, you know, like really good musicians. There's a ton of them here. I mean, once I the mean, word got out that we were looking, yeah, I, mean, I don't know if we had our pick, but you lines know, out the door <laughs> for yeah, the audition. It was yeah, right. yeah, totally. Like <laughs> that's all I ever heard. Just like you should have seen the line. I, I think yeah, there but there wasn't there wasn't really a huge audition process there. We kind of like I don't think there was any. You no, just knew, no, no. Not really. Yeah. Well, was, and our manager was like, "You guys need to try out a lot of different people to make sure you find the right fit," and we were kind of like, 
yeah, sure, dude. Like, <laughs> okay. Like, we kind of already found two guys to uh, do yeah, this. Yeah, I totally had like, that cheesy rock movie montage in my head of, like, just the different people that would show up, you know? And, like, you know, just, like, you we know. We should have made, like, a short, like, like yeah, spoof video It would have been comical. It, like, you know, there was, yeah. like, a, ba- a black metal bass player. <laughs> and then, like, for some reason, that dude playing the bagpipes or something. Like, yeah, we're just, like, what? absolutely. You know, we're behind a desk being, like, I don't know. Like, you know, I, th- I think this is, <laughs> you know, just... <laughs> Yeah, we we didn't really like. Luckily, we didn't have that experience, and also like we didn't actually know that many people. That <laughs> or like we don't hang out with that many people. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we know a lot of people. We just don't talk to anyone. But that's not saying we were just like, <laughs> yeah, these dudes are chill. Let's get them in. I mean, you know, Jesse and Devin were both people that, uh, yeah, we'd seen play music and and had traveled with, and and definitely respected a lot as as musicians and performers. Um, like the the first time. Uh, I saw Devin, he was playing with uh, his band Mufasa that Jesse was in also, and uh, definitely a monster vocalist, guitar player, um, you know, pretty nice to look at, fun to, you know, fun to be around. And then, uh, you know, Jesse I'd known since his days in Adventure Galley, um, which he was playing bass for as well. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Even though, you know, I I think I like Jesse a lot because he's got the heart of a guitar player. And I told him that. <laughs> yeah, this one just has four strings instead of six. You know? <laughs> yeah, uh, Jesse and Devin, what? Uh, how long have you guys been playing music together? Uh, I think we started playing around like 2012, 2012, 13. Uh, <clears throat> I had moved down to Eugene and I was playing in a different band. And uh, I met Jesse, he was playing with Adventure Galley. And uh, we just hit it off real quick. Uh, we eventually became roommates, and the other band that I was in kind of fizzled out, and Mufasa just kind of started. So I started playing with him. So it's been a while. It's I mean, he's I I, I couldn't imagine another guitar player, and now I, now he's a bass player too. So it's great. Yeah, you guys spend a lot of time writing music together in the past, and yeah, absolutely, yeah. We, uh, yeah, he's, he's been, he's been there for like the meat of my, of my music playing career, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Um, was it, it's a pretty easy or no brainer decision. Like when these guys approached you about joining this band? Yeah. For me, it, I mean, it went back to the, the, like they were saying, we, Mufasa went on a tour with them and I was talking to him, and I was like, "You guys need another guitar player. Yeah, you were that guitar player." That. <laughs> well, I forgot. And, but the whole year, you've yeah. Been in this Vaughn band, and I Evan forgot. were all about it. Dan was a little more hesitant, but it was, it was the commitment <laughs> thing. He's, he's got commitment issues. It's true. It's true. No, no. And at the time too, like we we had talked about getting another guitar player for years, but I didn't want to like throw off the dynamic because like we had just been a three piece that was doing this thing for so long and and it felt pretty natural but it's funny though because we, we had a practice a few nights ago and uh like devin devin went to go to the bathroom and we were like all right let's run that part again it was just me and dan and jesse and then we ran this part again and i was like oh god is that what we used to sound like, <laughs> like <laughs> god <laughs> damn sounds so lame <laughs> like well, oh, we can't go back now i mean i i remember uh i mean it's it's funny it's funny you say that devin too about about the tour and everything because i remember like 
even like a couple years later or something, we were all hanging out at like Evan's house and we were all drunk and like, uh, I remember being like, uh, yeah, Devin, like, you know, if, if I had another guitar player, <laughs> you, I would totally get you, dude. You're great. Like, you know, like just drunkenly confessing your love. Oh, like, it's letting totally. him know that you do. I want to play. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's, he's, you know, he's, he's, he's a monster up there on the six string, and and it's it's been it's been really fun. We've been working on some cool stuff. Uh, you know, De- Devin uh, is making me appreciate Thin Lizzy more and more every day, and we're uh, getting into some yeah. some guitar minis. Yep, yep. Thin Lizzy. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Um, uh, I mean, and also, I guess with when you guys put out Debt Sounds, that's a much more layered record than than trust your instinct so i would imagine that that's been helpful to the live show and kind of kind of filling it out and definitely you got another another microphone on stage now too we yeah, do backup we do. vocals the backup vocals have been coming slow i've i feel like i've kind of had to push devin at it um but <laughs> but mostly mostly too is because like coming along when yeah. the, when they joined like we had just put out this record and and we'd kind of all we're making all these plans about it and stuff. And so we kind of crash course them like through all the songs and yeah, like it is a layered record and we had never even tried to play them like as a four piece. Uh, so putting all that together was exciting. It got me like excited about the songs again that we had sort of had in the can for, you know, the, but like a, at least a year or something before releasing. So well, and a lot of the, a lot of the songs on dead sounds like we, I mean, when we recorded that album, we just kind of like threw as much crap, like just as many guitar tracks onto it as we could and like try to make it sound as beefy as possible. And I think that like live, it was hard to get that to translate over with just one guitar player. So um, <clears throat> like having that second guitar and whether it was, you know, Devin or Dan playing rhythm parts, it's just had it filled out like a lot more than it would have that was a hard that was a hard conversation figuring out which one was going to be the rhythm guitar player and which one was going to be the lead guitar player um and you guys are just both i think that's kind of where we're at right now we sort of we sort of switch off so we're both we're both the lead guitar player <laughs> has that made it any more like freeing for you like as, as the front man to kind of not have all the pressure of playing yeah. all the guitar parts and kind of just letting you do your thing absolutely like i i've definitely uh I've been able to like back off in ways that you know are, are definitely like new for me, but it's it's really cool too because like yeah, hearing hearing everything going on and and realizing that like you know if my guitar is too loud on stage and I fuck up a note, everybody's gonna hear it. Like is is really nice. I can definitely like focus more on singing and sort of like stage dynamics. Like I'm taking center stage now, which is weird. Like, <laughs> yeah, we did kind of graduate to that. Like, yeah, for sure. I'm like right. I, I try to like go a little off center so people can still see Evan. Uh, nobody's it's fine that's so sweet that's so sweet of you dude oh you know like because it feels weird i was always like people uh, can hear me yeah i was always just like way over to one side for the longest time and now uh and i could always just kind of turn one way and like now the hardest thing for me is like being in the center and being like all right we're jamming all right let me give devin some love over here all right we're jamming all right let me go jesse for a second yeah all right yeah jesse did you kind of join this a band this band as a fan and already as well oh yeah definitely uh i think in my musical path i've been extremely lucky to uh you know like when i met Devin, he was playing uh with another band i don't know if you want me to mention the name seabell dropping the name you did uh, it check them out on Bandcamp. <laughs> there it is myspace check them out. They're we'll coming put out the, the links new in album. the episode notes <laughs> <laughs> the myspace link seabell.org um <laughs> top eight 
Yeah, no, like uh, playing with Devin and like seeing him perform, being like, man, that'd be so cool to be in a band with him. And then we eventually joined up and then seeing like autos and being like, man, these guys are super cool. And then all of a sudden the opportunity opened up uh, to join them. And it was like kind of sort of, you know, a little bit of a dream come true, just a little bit. Uh, then I saw the reality and I was like, oh, this is horrible. <laughs> <laughs> no, just kidding. Um, yeah, definitely joined as a fan and getting to learn those songs that they had uh, was pretty cool. You know, and it seems like they're like easier than you thought they'd be. Like, <laughs> well, that's what like, I was wow, going to say. I mean, like the same chords over and over I mean, again. Yeah, but you well, know. I wouldn't I mean, I, I wouldn't sell yourself short, man. Like, you know, I, I feel like, you know, both you and Devin are like really natural musicians and you guys picked up on the stuff like you know pretty pretty easily and yeah like uh, you know i think i think you've got some great musicality thank well, you it's been great. i mean and holding down the rhythm in a band like this like is is super important so like you got to be able to keep up definitely I mean, especially yeah. like vaughn was like really fucking good you know what i mean and that's like one of the things we considered when we were looking for another bass player is we were just like Dude, someone's got to be like as good as Vaughn, and like Jesse is as good as Vaughn. So I mean, it's well, and that was definitely a hurdle to get over really, really quickly because Devin and I kind of jumped in at a time when all of a sudden it was like, hey, we're doing some pretty cool stuff, and to have to mind meld with Evan real quick, be like, okay, <laughs> yeah. like to the level of you know his brother, you right? Know, like brother. that, like <laughs> Evan and I are friends, but you know we're not. <laughs> <laughs> never be as close as that so it's like okay, okay here we go yeah, like we're gonna be the best rhythm section right. ever really quick and you haven't been playing together for 10 yeah, years yeah, yeah. So. and i hadn't been playing bass for a while either so you know it kind of came back to me naturally but, but like yeah. a, the first show that we played with like we they joined the band in like like around this time last like the first yeah. week in yeah. november and, and then you got that year. cold war kids show, yeah, right? our first yeah. show was first show was at crystal bar that was the best when they were like oh yeah our first show is opening for cold war kids and we we're like okay here we go we're just we're just yeah. gonna do it like we and barely had the songs our second show was like the doug fur yeah right after that and then first tour. yeah i remember thinking like because we played a couple other like really awesome shows after that and then i was just like I really hope we don't give these guys like, <laughs> like the wrong impression. Right. Like, oh yeah, we're totally slaying it like every night. Like, <laughs> I was like waiting for that one show where there's like three drunk people in there, and right. like, we're just like, uh, yeah, this is kind of the way it usually goes. I think we played like Eugene a little while later, and it was kind of like that. No, that was like, another really good. That show. was a good. Show. Yeah, you're right. Show. That was a good. Yeah, show. then we played Corvallis and it was packed too. Yeah, <laughs> I was okay. just like, and then we went to Europe, and I was just like, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> First There's tour was going bad, to Europe, but then there were some bad. I mean, there were some, some dud shows, and but on like like on every tour, there's yeah like duds, you know, where it's like it's a Tuesday night, and you know like nobody came, and we're in like the middle of some place we've never been before, and had uh, you know. had you and Dan accepted that Crystal Ballroom show before? No, they were involved. Uh, Somebody well, we, we initially got offered the. Uh, we had uh, we had some communication with with the people over there through through our manager Dominic and like there was talks of maybe like there being an open slot for War on Drugs yeah and that was at a point too where you know we had just started jamming with Devin and Jesse and we didn't know how we were gonna play that one but that one like fell through didn't come together and then I'm kind of cool guess, with that like I feel like. Yeah, I mean that would have been. Like we would have harsh that show's mellow. <laughs> yeah, I, mean? like, I think the Cold War Kids is like a great band for you guys yeah, to open. Yeah, and they for. were it super was, nice yeah, and like it was awesome. I just like, feel like if we would have went on before War on Drugs and did our weird skeezy thing, like 
all like the 17 year olds on ecstasy there would have been like what is this <laughs> <laughs> what are we watching so aggressive like, wow right. so aggressive yeah, it's yeah. fuzzy <laughs> we we got the cold war kids gig though like three days before i think we played because like they had yeah. they it had was pretty opener. last minute yeah yeah, yeah like it was cool. Yeah, was, was that really like a fun? situation where you guys got to hang with them at all? Yeah, we hung out with them after the show, and they were super nice. I mean, the, they're they definitely like uh, a bunch of winos. Yeah, I mean, like, they definitely seem like a lot older older <coughs> well, than I thought they were gonna yeah. be. Like they're uh, they're great. Yeah, they are. Yeah, I know. We got down there, and I was like, "Damn, guys, super, like, super cheerful wine drunk dudes, like yeah. in the green room and stuff." Yeah. yeah, yeah, very, very much just you know having a good time and they, stuff. Like, yeah, I mean, is uh. Is that the type of show where you guys like have any any nerves going into that thing? Like I know you guys, you and Evan, have been playing autonomics for a long know, time. Like, like is that? It felt good. There's a lot of there's a lot of there was a lot of factors like that could have contributed to the nerves there. You know, it was our first show as <laughs> a four piece. It was like Crystal Ball. It was probably the biggest show we've ever played in Portland, if not you know there's, pretty much anywhere. So yeah. I think like once I mean it's like it's it's like nerves, but then it's like once you're like going up. And all we had a good there. sound check. Yeah, we did. I mean, once you go up there and all your gear is That's there cute. and you like sit <laughs> yeah. down and do it, it's like. Yeah, it was a know. good sound check for me to continue to learn the songs. <laughs> 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 Definitely remember messing up a few songs in sound check, being like, I think that was the Shit. thing I was most nervous about was I still don't know the songs. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm learning them yeah. on stage. But yeah, that uh, was a really, I mean, like, the reception was really good, like, a lot better than we, you know, had any right to get. I mean, like, it was. It's like an opening band, you know. Like I, we, I expected to go out and there'd be like four or five hundred people there, and then we got up on stage and there was like f- a full crystal ballroom. And I was like, "What are all these people doing here? Like, coworkers <laughs> doesn't go on for like an hour." Yeah, man. Like, you got those people so that want to be like close people. to the front. Yeah, and, totally. Yeah, I definitely. Uh, yeah, yeah. Too, so. I mean, uh, you know, I do this thing for for almost any kind of big show where you know if I'm really worried about it, I'll just kind of stare at the back and just tune out any kind of heckling that might. Uh, uh, might come up but i think i think we did i think i think we 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 threw down it i was, mean the it cold was, war kids crowd is a it's a polite crowd yeah no. also like, a little wine drunk maybe but <laughs> yeah. i mean they were all probably like our age yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> i guess i guess that's or true. older that was cool because yeah, like, older yeah. i totally listened to those records i saw those guys open up for back in like 20 2008 yeah or something like yeah, that you know a like, long time oh yeah so that was that was pretty that was pretty killer um you know, I was I was with like my girlfriend at the time, and like, just just like she did, she had never listened to him, but I was just kind of like out there being like, oh dude, hey, I totally know this track. Let's go, like, <laughs> yeah, let's, go yeah. out, like, let's go hear this song. <laughs> it's gonna be sick. Like we're in like the VIP section. I'm just yeah. like, uh, yeah, like that's rad. And we, then, I mean, not too far after Jesse and Devin join, you guys do like another Europe run. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah. What was that like for for you guys? Kind of just all of a sudden. You're in autonomics, and now you, you guys are touring Europe. How long did you guys go out this time? A month. About a month. Yeah. Is that your yeah, guys' that was, first time yeah, playing, that was, playing over there? That was a yeah. That was my first time ever like, like out of the country, so that was a huge thing. Uh, definitely the longest tour that I've been on as well. Uh, that's it's kind of what solidified me feeling like or. Yeah, me feeling like we were in the band. Uh, I was like, kind of like, all right, if we can survive this tour and like everything goes fine, then like I think I think we're actually in the band. Because for a while, you know, it was like, are we just hired guns for like these big shows? 
that are happening and like this tour and everything. Right. Uh, but yeah, it was it was amazing going over there. We'd be all drunk and Devin would just be like, what are we? <laughs> <laughs> are we still just friends? <laughs> what is this? <laughs> like? we don't What's know, going man. on? No, yeah, it was it was amazing. I mean, even just being in Europe was just amazing, but also like, you know, like doing what we love to do every single night. Uh, and it was cool because those guys, it was third time over there, fourth time? Fourth. Fourth time. <laughs> <laughs> <So>. <laughs> They were like, like Evan was, Evan was kind of jaded about it. He was like, yeah, it's, oh, it's a big up. city with uh, a lot of old buildings. <laughs> and I was like, me and Jesse were like starry eyed the flipping whole time. Out. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I've Shit's seen like a hundred thousand year old churches. So I was just kind of like, yeah, I was like in the van. Wait, 100,000 year old churches <laughs> or 100,000? Like a hundred and then like the, yeah, like they, thousand but, hyphen year hyphen old. Okay. <laughs> Is it is it pretty easy for you and Dan kind of going over there now I mean, it's since kind of you've a, been a few times? I would I've always, I've said it a couple times. Like I, I feel like um, everything that's easy about touring in Europe is hard over here, and everything that's easy here is hard over there. You know, so it's like uh, over here. It's like making sure your merch gets in the van or yeah, something I mean, like, like that. Like over here, it's, it's like, like you know all the you know we know about all the money and we can speak the language and you know it's just you can shoulder tap for places to crash yeah, easier just, like you but know. over in europe it's like you know they understand how far away you are from home so they usually set you up in a hotel or something and um you know they're they'll hook you up with like food and pay you a pretty decent amount and over here it's like like Here's fifty bucks. And yeah, <laughs> try to find a place to sleep. Get the fuck out until it's time for you to play. It's right. just like, well, it's it's more like it's more expensive the to tour over there, and we usually will end up just kind of breaking even or or maybe making enough to where we can kind of split up some cash to to pay rent or or bills like while we're gone. Um, but one of the one of the things that I I like a lot about touring in Europe is that you can you can kind of get away with acting like a bigger band than you are just for the <laughs> fact that you're like over there you yeah. know so like these venues and and these crowds will come out because they're like oh man it's like this is an american band you know like right we've heard about these you know like they're yeah you know, it's like where all the all the cool shit's coming from like mtv california blah 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 all that stuff so it's like yeah, but then we tell people we're from oregon and they're like i don't know what oregon? this place is and i'm like do you know like, you know where california is and they're like oh yeah and i'm like well it's like the little spot like above it and yeah not like, okay. not every like, european person is a super genius that's been well educated on geography and current <laughs> events you know like, but a lot of them speak completely fluent like English that is and, true and you know, will still make you feel like an idiot and they know more sure. about like american politics mm. than we do <laughs> like, we did an interview in, in switzerland on the radio and like before we did the interview uh they were they were like is there anything you guys like don't want to talk about and we were like don't ask us about donald trump like we don't want to talk about it and then they fucking asked us about it like and they totally blindsided us and we were just like dude we don't want to talk about well, I, it I, you remember though i got i got them back on that though like What'd you say? when i was like uh they were like so yeah but like donald trump right and i was just like yeah i mean how do the swiss feel about it you guys for or against are just kind of neutral and like the dude just kind of sat back and was like uh, <laughs> all right oh, moving on are you guys playing a lot of the same venues when you're going back through it's, it's about say, half and half yeah. i'd say yeah there's, I mean, there's we, a few spots we kind of like go th uh we've like gone through and 
uh, some of the venues just like weren't like super cool, you know. Yeah. Um, or I mean, it's just kind of a mixed bag because we like, we went to Italy for the first time, so we spent a week over in Italy, um, just seeing what that was all about. Hooked up with a booker over there, which is uh, really gorgeous. Definitely hugely different for me because it's like going over to like Germany and Austria, which is where we play the majority of the shows. Um, I feel I felt like I had a pretty good feel for the culture and for like the places that we were at and for the people and everything like that. Um, and then going over to Italy, it was kind of interesting because like, you know, having Devin and Jesse over uh, for the first time, like we all kind of went to Italy for the first time together and like definitely had kind of the same experiences. But um, yeah, I mean, for me, like taking Devin and Jesse to Europe was a great experience because I kind of could live vicariously through them too. Like it, it definitely made me, me more excited about certain things because it was their like first experience kind of. It's like taking also. your kids, <laughs> taking yeah. your kids to Europe. Yeah. You know, me and Evan, took us to Europe. <laughs> we, we try not to fight too much in front of them. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's kind of tough. And we try to say nice things to them. Whenever well, it's we like can. we've been together for so long now. We don't even have sex anymore. Yeah. <laughs> That's not my fault. I mean, I want to. <laughs> I'm tired. <laughs> you're always tired. <laughs> are you starting? Like, will you when you're going to some of those cities that you've been to before? Are you seeing some of the same people come yeah, out to see it's the really band? Cool. Or yeah. like, uh, we'll see people that they'll like be in an autonomic shirt. It's not a like, ton of people, but there are not. those people. Like, yeah, like but somebody I mean, in a shirt are, or like I don't know. It's like in in Innsbruck, like I wasn't expecting that many people. Uh, to come Innsbruck out. was great. Like, yeah, there were like a hundred people there, and like a majority of them had like been at a couple of our other shows there. And like there were a couple spots in Germany, and like I mean, most of the venues that we had gone back to, there were repeat fans, which is like super cool. What was that one place in Zurich, uh, where that like this girl came out? Her dad, like this this girl and her father, like came out to a show. They drove like you know 40 or 50 kilometers which is unheard of for people over there because like people don't like unless they're going on vacation well, they were coming from the town that we're going to next also yeah they Something. couldn't make they couldn't make that one so they drove all the way to zurich to come and see us and we were like wow and this yeah this girl she was just super young but remembered us from last time and was just like so stoked and her dad was like yeah like a music fan trying to like support her like love of the arts and stuff and like like you know part of me was just like uh, like I'm sorry, sir. Like I don't know why your your daughter likes her band. You know, like we're, we're terrible. Uh, it's but crazy then, when someone will like drive like even like half an hour to come see us, and it's like, dude, you could have been at home like right, right now. Like I want to be at home right now. But like, she was like, I mean, damn. she was one of like fucking fifteen people there too. So we were just like, yeah, please take all of our merch. You know, just like yeah. here, here's you know, like we're gonna like we're just like signing random stuff. Like you know, scrap. We like signed her train ticket or something like yeah. that. You know, like she was so stoked i feel like the people over in europe that are like really stoked or like really fucking stoked on the band you know what i mean and in america i feel like there's almost like this i mean people are excited and you know we have a good reception but i feel like it's so saturated over here what's up there's there's that girl in vegas they like reno or reno yeah yeah. she like had just moved up from texas yeah she was she was like texas like four years she said something like Oh, I love you guys. Um, and I was like, dude, I'm I'm really happy you came to this show. Thank you. And she's like, no, you guys are my favorite band. <laughs> and I was like, 
But there's like a lot of bands. Like <laughs> that's right. <laughs> though, gotta it's, be, no, it's amazing. Gotta like be a different like one. The, I don't know, man. I like. No, it's like it's, that's that stuff. Will, like it, like I said, it'd be you know it'd be great if there were like thousands and thousands of people like that. But even just like that one person you see every once in a while, that's just so stoked. Like it kind of like you know you kind of take a deep breath and you're like cool. Like this is. You but know, it is kind of a numbers game because right. like I mean, if you get if we get our music in front of like three hundred million people somehow, it's like you know, like. Two million nine hundred thousand of them are gonna write it off and not be that stoked on it, and like a fair few of them are probably gonna hate it. But then you get like that, you know, hundred thousand people that are actually like really stoked on it. Yeah. And then well, I feel like th- for our like ratio or like you know the amount of exposure that we've had, <clears throat> like the amount of people that have responded really positively, um, is like pretty high. You know, and we're really appreciative of it. Yeah, couldn't do it without them. I mean, I think, I, I think you guys' music's very accessible, and especially if yeah. you see see you guys play a live show, it's pretty easy to kind of fall for what you guys are doing, or at least have some respect for it. But thanks, you know, you guys are have always seem to written songs that have are super hooky and easy to sing along to, and and that shit is super engaging for people, even if it's their first time going to the show it's easy to start singing along and it's, it makes it fun. I think it's important. Cool. In our, and we, and we like do consider it in our writing process, you know? Yeah. Uh, I mean, thanks. Thanks for saying it. Like it's something I think that we all think about. It was cool. It was cool to like bring Devin and Jesse in. Cause I, I feel like we've definitely got some similar, uh, similar ideas about like, yeah, that sort of aesthetic or like about, you know, what we like to hear in music. Like I know that, uh, we definitely have a lot of conversations about what's too cheesy and what's like the right amount of cheese, you know, especially like when you're making pop music or something like that, you know, like, um, but like also like, you know, we like, we like rock music too. It's like, yeah, like, uh, you know, coming back, like, yeah, we've been talking about thin Lizzy a lot and like those guys (laughs) just wrote great songs, you know, like the, the hooks were, yeah, the hooks were great, but like there's musicality there and like, it still kind of has this groove. It's very like easygoing, and uh, I, th- I think it, I think it's really easy to take yourself too seriously, like when you play music or you make art, um, which is which is hard. We've been, we've been guilty of it too. Yeah, like, it's hard yeah. not to do because, like, you know, you want to. You're like, oh man, this is important. Like, I'm expressing myself. Blah blah blah. You know, all hey, this it's stuff. vulnerable. You're passionate about it. Totally. Yeah. You know. Yeah, yeah, and like some people, you know, can. I, I I think I think it's weird. I think there's like a million shades of gray and like a million kind of rabbit holes you can kind of go down like when you're when you're taking that path. And so like being natural about songwriting uh, and like naturally writing stuff that's poppy, I think is is what I try to achieve. You know, because I've always just like loved pop music. You know, it's like um, you know it's it's like how you know like you're you're at a party. And you meet your friend, and you're kind of like talking to your friend. He's just like, hey, man, do you like the Beatles? And you're like, yeah, I mean, I think they're pretty good. And then your friend's like, here, like, take this acid. And then you take the acid with your friend, and then like fucking six or seven hours later, you're just like, man, that was crazy. And he's just like, so how do you feel about the Beatles? And you're like, man, they're like pretty good. (laughs) (laughs) If that makes any sense. I I don't really. (laughs) Sums it up. 
like my mentality on on it is like um you know obviously everybody wants to give the crowd a show you know but like the like our approach to it is like <clears throat> it's like I, we just i mean i want people to have as much fun as possible because it's like i know what it's like to to like get home from work and then you like go home and you take a shower and you put on cool clothes and then you like drive or take the bus to the show and you pay a cover and you go inside and then you realize your then, clothes aren't that cool well, or you <laughs> yeah i feel then like you gotta change or, or oh, like fuck. you or you see this band uh, this is so see, fall 2017 you, right now yeah i know or these you shoes? see uh, why did i wear these shoes <laughs> well you see a band and you're just kind of like nah, i kind of want to like go outside and hang out right now like i mean um like these people that are coming out to our shows like they could stay home you know what i mean like yeah, man. it's so tempting to stay home now like i mean i want to do it all the time like, i i understand like so so to actually like traverse time and space and like you know negotiate that's the thing i'm gonna do tonight like i'm just personally like i'm crazy appreciative of it well like, like seeing that many people it's gonna be a good out. thing you're filming it on the 20th when we play because then people can stay at home is it going to be broadcasted live <laughs> no, <laughs> no don't no. encourage wait no, sorry no don't say home sorry no, wrong, wrong up, message Jesse. come out come out <laughs> uh, wait come out and be in the we video we played to yeah. 50 people on their couches yeah you gotta be on the super you gotta rad. be in the video you gotta be in the crowd is there a way we can put that on like Patreon or something like that or like just like a, a live stream yeah 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 some kind of campsite I don't where know. we can actually like make yeah, just a decent amount of money cut it up and make and it just look all cool put it up on Periscope or something put it Instagram live <laughs> we've, we've been experimenting with different kinds of social media lately like in the last year since Devin and Jesse have joined we have tried a bunch of different things uh, probably most notable of which is like uh, we're currently on Pornhub we are on Pornhub like Wheeler Walker Jr. <laughs> I <laughs> okay I'm not familiar with the with the artist actually like uh, Wheeler man what kind of videos do you get like <laughs> Uh, he's actually a, uh, a country music star. Okay. Um, but he is known for like being incredibly vulgar. Like, okay. Like his songs are like, fuck you bitch. And like, sort of like, uh, the all like kind of like yeah. the ween record of the country stuff or like, um, yeah, like it's, it's really amazing. Like rooty, like old school country music. But like just the most ridiculous lyrics, like uh, Stur Sturgill Simpson kind like of vein, Sturg like, like all the guys that play on like Sturgill's record and like Isbell's record play yeah. on his records. Cool. Okay, so like okay. it's it's funny because it is like real legit music that this dude is just like the most ridiculous lyrics. He's, he's got that tone quality to his voice or whatever. Like, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's too vulgar for Are, YouTube. Did, yeah. What, did, you what guys, is, did you you guys? put something up though like on <laughs> we did we did like um our last our last music video we shot um for the track she's into death yeah. off death sounds and we shot it uh in the shower kind of like as like a weird idea that we that we wanted to do so like we got all of us kind of like playing fully clothed uh in in the shower like which was a pretty fun night i think Devin had a cold also so like it didn't really help him getting him getting all wet and stuff but then we edited the video we released it and then i thought it'd be funny to put it on Pornhub <laughs> with the caption four dudes play in the shower 
That's awesome. It's still up there. Still not, doing it. Not a ton of it. They they removed some of my tags too. So whoever the mods are are like on top of it. You know, like, you just need to get like on a better playlist. I get. Yeah, right. <laughs> like uh, the recommended underneath <laughs> is ridiculous. Like, I bet. I bet. That's killer. I'm glad I still had my mustache for that music video too. It's, oh yeah. It's pretty fitting. Fuck yeah. All right. Well, let's uh. Well, let's dip into uh, one of these jams off of Dead Sounds. This uh, this Bad Blood jam. Bad Blood. That, uh, the kids really seem to like to move and groove to. Yeah, dude, this is our this is our blowing in the wind. <laughs> right on. This is uh, Autonomics with Bad Blood. And we're back. <laughs> and we're here. We're live. <laughs> hey, what's super up? Butter. How about that subreddit? <laughs> super buttered. Ooh, it's super I'm just going to sample that, dude, for like every... I'm going to put that in my little sound bank for future episodes. That, like, super buttered, bro. Like, <laughs> super buttered. <laughs> I didn't realize, like, if that was just a thing you started saying for that one podcast or whatever, that, then that's amazing. And I appreciate it. Like, Yeah. I mean, buttered is just like my favorite term for being stoned or whatever. I just think it's the best. Okay, that's a, that's a pretty that's a pretty good one. Yeah, I'd have to, I'd have to think about my favorite stony euphemism. Like, makes me think of that the beginning of Pineapple Express when Bill Hader is just like, I feel like a slab of butter, yeah. <laughs> big because. stack of flapjacks. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. Yeah, <laughs> that's such an amazing scene. Um. So so what's what's the haps like with the band now? Now that you guys have you know, Jesse and Devin 
are a little more immersed in this thing? Are you guys writing new jams all together and, and things like that? Yeah. Um, actually, it kind of reminds me. Like, I didn't, I totally forgot we, we are pretty much right at like the year mark and stuff. Like, I'm going to have to find some really good drugs and surprise everybody. Like, we're going <laughs> to surprise. If you, yeah, you just told them. Yeah. Oh, man. Don't. Hey, you know, like we're together right now. OK, like that's what we should. That, that's what we should worry about. Um, yeah, we're we're actually I'm really excited right now. Uh, we are working on a, a new round of songs, um, which we'll play at the Doug Fur. Uh, hopefully, I think we're going to definitely like you know bring out some new material um because like you know when you when you work on new stuff when you're writing new songs like you can get it pretty tight pretty figured out in the practice space but there's there's nothing like you know going out and playing that stuff live you know it's just to get a feel for it to get like crowd reaction see which parts work and stuff and we had a chance to do uh i think like a a 10 day or two week tour in september where we could play a lot a lot of the songs also and uh yeah yeah i i'm really excited about this new round of songwriting because you know we've like certain things we've done similarly uh you know as far as like songwriting in the past and then having devin and jesse's input has been really awesome also i think it's definitely been an influence on like you know these new jams um I i like the way that uh we've been like communicating the flow is good especially the way that they offset me and evan um evan and i i guess uh i think and it's evan and me that too is it <laughs> yeah okay <laughs> and then uh, also super stoked and like kind of stressed out about it because at the end of this month like right after the doug first show we're supposed to get in the studio and we recently uh uh, kind of announced on social media that we're working with Hutch Harris for the thermals. Yeah, dude, I so, saw that. It's yeah, amazing. He's going to come in and produce our record. Uh, we're going out to Destination Universe in Selwood and working with him um, and this so guy, Victor. And yeah, it's going to be, I'm excited about it. I got, I got like, you know, some, some jitters. I don't know how everything's going to turn out because it's, it's totally like a brand new thing, but you know, change, change is definitely uh yeah, change is good, and we're just trying to be as, as solid as possible before we get in there because I think yeah. we're going to try to track as much of it live, try to get something a little more raw than, than Dead Sounds, you know, less less layered, but still, like, very heavy and, and kind of hard-hitting. Yeah, how did uh, how did that come together to hook up with, with Hutch to produce well, the like, record? I, it's so funny because, like, we were going to... we were, I mean, we were kind of looking at a different spot with a different producer and i was just like at work on instagram like and i saw like hutch had posted something and he's like destination universe is like open up for uh recording and i was like huh i bet hutch would be a really good producer for this band and so i just emailed him and i mean we had talked before and um, he, you know, like he knew me and Dan and oh, stuff. It's, it's and kind of full circle for us too, because we opened up for the Thermals like the month before we moved to Portland. Yeah. About like, and we were like, I mean, we've been like, like super that. fanboys yeah, yeah. of the Thermals. Like, I mean, if you listen to like, I mean, I guess even our latest stuff, and I mean, they're a pretty big influence on us. Um, and you know, I've, we've seen them like a few times. Well, they're uh, they're one of those bands that's not really pop punk, but you could kind of like give them like some pop punk kind of like they just have like that cool kind of like open chord edgy like up tempo like 
major key, like really cool sound that I think that we had been looking for as in like in the early days of being a band, but hadn't really like found it yet. And then like when we learned that they were from Portland and they had that sound, I guess it just like a lot of things fell into place and we just became really big fans. So, I mean, um, yeah, so I just emailed Hutch and mentioned that we wanted to record and he was super enthusiastic about it. Um, you know, which made me really in turn like, ah, oh, shit, if he's like even kind of stoked on this, we should do it. Yeah, you know, cause it sure. wasn't like, I felt like it wasn't coming from a place where like, ah, oh, this guy's just like trying to get paid or like, you know what I mean? He's not that kind of dude, but like, he's going to offer um, some cool perspective, like on your record. Yeah. And, and he's already come to a practice of ours and we've already like had lunch with him and stuff. And he's like, the studio. Like, yeah. Yeah. I think moving, I mean, moving forward, it's, it seems like he's definitely uh, enthusiastic about the tracks and I feel like he's going to have like a really good ear for the kind of music we're trying to make. And I think that he'll have good ideas, um, that probably like we hadn't thought of. You know, we, like, we just demoed out, uh, a few songs and and kind of like sent them to him and then uh, I was telling Jesse this earlier but like another thing I'm all stressed out about stressed out about is like he's like asking for lyrics and I don't have them all quite finished yet like <laughs> and so I gotta like I love it his like his last email was like really looking forward to getting those lyrics <laughs> I'm just like uh, yeah well he actually he rewrote a couple of your verses yeah too, right? exactly like, the yeah. deadlines aren't being met with Hutch so he, he needs to recreate he was like them yeah these you. tracks sound great really looking forward to those lyrics I know I know they're almost they're like 90% dude like they're they're like on my freaking coffee table right now just like spread I got like notepads and like everything just like just, just exploded everywhere I'm just like yeah but should that word be is or the uh i don't know that's gonna be tough it's fairly interchangeable but that's like where it, you know what it comes down to right. uh, um, we're also working with an engineer named victor who runs uh destination universe and i was sold like right when we got in there because uh they like <laughs> i don't they um for like um like soundproofing the mixing booth they have like just all the walls covered in sci-fi books so i was just like oh, nice oh <laughs> just God, geeking out like, hard need to be here <laughs> I, mean, I thought it was a cool idea here. yeah they soundproof with paperback novels so it's like they've just got these like big like kind of slats like stacked with fucking paperback like sci-fi hundreds novels. like thousands even there's Which a fuckload would, of books in there seems like it would make for good sound dampening like yeah yeah so like that was that was a cool concept the but lighting downtime i can geek out with victor about good sci-fi books so <laughs> i'm pretty stoked i mean it, it's <clears throat> it'll be a good experience for us i mean like i think uh another thing about the upcoming record too is that um we're gonna be on a little bit more of a time crunch because with dead sounds we had we basically just like rented out a studio and just kind of like threw a bunch of stuff at the wall and we had a little bit more time but with this we're going to be tracking live and um you know we have to like actually do the work before right. we go in yeah there. yeah for sure um which is it's I gonna be like a three disc album 48 songs <laughs> yeah we're we're gonna throw one disc will be all acoustics we have a noise noise album in there too you know <laughs> it's gonna be there's just seems like there's a lot of new creative energy within this project and like not only adding Devin and jesse but also bringing hutch into the into the thing seems like it's just gonna bring out a lot of new stuff uh, yeah. i'm excited about it you know it kind of it came together a lot more recently um and i was already feeling stoked about like this new material you know like Devin and jesse coming in uh changed up a lot of the process and everything and like it's 
Yeah, it's been exciting for me to like kind of bring songs this this new incarnation and everything. And then having Hutch in, it's kind of surreal for me too because, you know, I've got a lot of respect for that dude as a lyricist also, which like is another reason that I'm stressed. <laughs> Real like, fucking stressed out about sending yeah, him your like, lyrics. Yeah, I mean, dude, you know, and I'm not like political. Like, dude's all like political and like gets like pretty meta with shit. Like, which, but I but I appreciate. It. There's like certain things about his lyrical stuff that like. I've I've borrowed from in the past as far as like structure goes, um, but the crazy the craziest thing about this record is that like having this history with the thermals like uh, for this round kind of like it's the same but it's a little bit different than Death Sounds because we took Death Sounds to be mixed over in Ice Cream Party Studios, which is the Modest Mouse Studio, which is another band that growing up was like a huge influence on me. So like being during, like in a mixing process with Death Sounds and seeing Isaac Brock like hanging out and like just like being around was like like totally like my my like I I like was like a huge fanboy and was a total dork and probably like came off as like really awkward <laughs> at that time. And then probably. like, but like for recently, like seeing Hutch and like meeting him and hanging out, like, you know, I've had that experience. I'm a little older now. And like, <laughs> it's almost like hanging out with Hutch. That I'm just stoned. like, I like him less because he was in the thermals, you know, like as a person, I'm just like, Oh yeah, you're, you're just like this rock. <laughs> you're this punk dude. I've like, see, yeah, you know, I, I, I know what it's like. I'm, I'm jaded, you know, like I've been doing this for a bit. Um, which is like, you know, I say jokingly, but it, I, I feel I feel better about like working more intimately with an artist that like you know I appreciate and respect. You know, because like you know we're all world. You can kind just of, kind of recognize that he's just another dude. Yeah. You know, absolutely. And, but that's that's wild, man. Like those those moments though are like what it's all about. It's just like when you're fucking sitting in the room and you're just like. I can't believe I'm like in the room making a record with this dude right now. Like, I'm going to be unreal. Dude. I'm super stoked about it. You know, like I, I, yeah, I'm, I'm really excited. I don't know what it's going to be like. It seems like we've been able to get along with them pretty well so far. And, and well, I think that his goal is to just make a good record too. I mean, like, right. Um, yeah. I mean, anything know, he's going to put his name on, he's going to want yeah, to be and, fucking rad too. You know, I mean, um, and we've got good songs to, to put on there too. I mean, uh, at least I think we do. Shit. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Jesse and Devin, has it been has it been easy for you guys to kind of insert your your ideas or like opinions about these these songs? And oh yeah, I mean, you know, I've taken complete you know creative control and dominating <laughs> the whole <laughs> writing process, and I need to have them make sure that no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Uh, no, it's, it's been, you know, don't it's be been a mad, good, <laughs> please don't be angry. <laughs> nope. <laughs> We're not using that idea. Dan. Sorry. <laughs> uh, no, it's, it's been really fun. And, you know, that's, I think, uh, you know, a good sign of the chemistry we have as a band, you know, it's like we can write as friends Yeah. and it's not like, you know, it's not like that. It's not controlling. And we definitely, you know, we know our place too, where it's like, at least for me, you know, I'm coming into something that's already been going on for a long time and kind of learning the writing process. And uh, these guys have definitely incorporated us into it quite nicely. And I think it's been really fun. And like seeing how Hutch and Victor work together at uh, their studio, you know, I think that'll be another cool addition to kind of this group. Um, and it just, it all kind of seems to be flowing really easily and just kind of ideas like you were saying, like it's obvious that there's creative ideas yeah. coming here, but has it been easy for you guys to kind of allow that creative space to reach outside just the two of you and, and be open to those ideas that are being thrown at you? Um, uh, I mean, like I, 
Like I, th- I think like leaving the ego, leaving the ego at the door is like a really big important thing, and I think all four of us do a pretty good job at it. Um, but like, which is a pretty hard thing to I'm do, like, like all the time. You know, I mean, like, I'm kind of a nitpicky asshole, like, which is funny because I don't even like write any of this stuff. Like I just like write the drums. But uh, um, it's so true though. You just yeah. you just laying it all out there. I wrote some of the. Oh yeah, yeah. No, it's it's been but, it's been kind of cool. Like last few months. I mean, I feel like Evan actually is a is a shredding guitar player, and like he'll do his own demos in the studio and stuff. And like we've definitely incorporated some of that. But like as far as like the process goes, like I don't think that Devin and Jesse were quite ready for like my um, straightforwardness. I'm just kind of like yeah, like I'll stop a song and just be like nope, nope nope like i don't like that and it's just like i understand that it can be kind of jarring and it's like something that i'm working on but like with like as before when dan and vaughn and i were um working on stuff it was like vaughn's my twin brother and i've known dan for 15 years so it's like i could be a little bit more abrasive you know what i mean right and um it's like, like less less filters involved. Yeah, that's been. Like, I mean, that's been like a a thing that that's been uh, helping us. I think is just like remembering that that you guys. I mean, they have been doing it for for so long. And I mean, Evan and Evan and Vaughn were I mean, identical twin brothers. So it's like there's a connection there that like that I, we can't understand. You know, and these guys have been writing songs for a long time so it it was a it was like definitely a a trip to come into you know like seeing a completely different writing process than either of us i think have been used to uh our process is like a little like i feel like our process is kind of choppy sometimes Uh, well and like working on dead sounds like we had those songs in the can for over a year where we didn't write anything else like or maybe we would have some stuff but like nothing that we really like playing live or anything anything yeah like we we weren't we weren't really there and i mean i i was definitely all about kind of like taking it slow and and not trying to like pressure devin and jesse or feel pressured but we definitely didn't want people to come in and just be hired guns like we wanted people that we knew we could work with and had good creative input because i i feel like that's something that we really needed you know like coming into like a, a whole new round and yeah you know like i don't i don't like rolling the dice but like you know i was like yeah i feel like Devin and jesse would put something good in a new material that we didn't have before and like hopefully come out with something better than you know the shit that we were you know doing up to that point i think we do a pretty good job like all four of us of not like hijacking the session though you know what i mean and like um uh, you know we all listen to each other which is really important and you know everybody's ideas are valid and i think a like a big like one of the most important things when you're like composing is just like at least just try something you know what I mean? Like humor the other person. It takes 30 seconds. And also and uh, drink in moderation. Yeah. But sometimes we'll like, Get sometimes loose. like someone will suggest something and I'll be like, I don't know if that's going to sound good. But then we try it and it's like, it all kind of like, you get like that kind of like weird, like buzzy feeling when it like lands and it's like, oh, whoa, that was actually pretty cool. And then you do it again 
and it's pretty cool and you stick with it and then it's part of the song that's actually a really cool thing that i learned from them is that like if someone has an idea just just give it a shot you know like just do it there's no reason to shoot it down immediately you know like you might as well well that's how like feelings get hurt and stuff too is when you're just like that sounds stupid and it's just like well we haven't even done it like right right tried it and then also i mean i think that's a pretty good litmus test to see if that that thing works like you're all gonna know right yeah. away like by trying it instead of yeah. just talking about it and being like ah oh, fuck that yeah because like you know if your idea gets shot down before anyone even tries it you're probably gonna like not feel great about yeah. your idea that's gonna cause some resentment probably, well, yeah, probably. no matter what your role yeah. is in the band yeah and yeah definitely. like even the parts that don't work like i feel like somebody to suggest a part that that isn't that good will even feel better about it like because it's like we'll we'll play we'll try we'll run through a part and then we'll we'll kind of get through it and then it just sounds so bad or so cheesy we'll stop funny. and we'll just laugh <laughs> yeah. yeah we'll just all laugh and be like okay that cool. is like, <laughs> that, that is kind of a stupid. fun part of it where it's like okay let's just try it out like we know this is going to be silly but then sometimes we try out those super cheesy parts and it kind of sounds good <laughs> and then that's when we're like i don't know <laughs> but that's what that's what makes it fun another and tough more part, lighthearted though. it's like oh it sounds good but is it too cheesy are people gonna you know worship this like i don't know <laughs> it's it's weird too because it's like i i appreciate like tropes like as as far as rock music goes you know so you know there's like that that big like fucking pete townsend like swinging chord or like you know at the end of the song when everybody like shreds out or something like that for a bit so like i i appreciate like you know stuff that's kind of like obvious and funny um as like a as like a tool to kind of like there's a line yeah there's there's a line it's a fine line it's there's it's tough line. but where is it right yeah. on i'm super pumped to hear the new jams and see what you guys do with hutch like honestly you guys are always one of those bands like i don't know definitely one of my favorites in town and and uh i have listened like out of all the bands that have been on the podcast i listen to your music more consistently than any and like i i often have your music playing and uh it's something that just gets me like super pumped through shitty work days oh, and like like, I, yeah, like that's awesome. honestly like i can't that's tell you how many days i start my day my work day off listening to beach gaze just for that line of like i think this job is killing yeah that's my shit like in the morning and dude, like if anybody la- knows about shitty fucking jobs like you were talking to the four <laughs> dudes that, like, have shitty fucking jobs and uh i was gonna say hopefully hopefully the bakery's treating you all right yeah i know what you're talking about though it's like and like to go to work and you feel like shit and you like listen to something cool and it's like all right maybe this isn't so shitty anymore and it's like to to have that um you know and we've heard that from other people too and it's like anytime i hear that i'm just like fucking we're definitely doing the right thing. yeah man i mean a majority of the shit i'm doing at work is pretty mindless so to have the right tunes in the background is like a lot of time the fuel to like get me through it so Yeah. yeah like it's it's often you know, playing in my headphones and, and I don't know, I'm just often jamming out to that shit. And I think the, the last time I saw you guys play was that turn, turn, turn right before you took off for Europe. And, oh yeah. And, and like I ended up in a fucking cir- circle pit that night. And like that, that made my, like that made like 15 year old me like oh, so yeah. pumped, dude. Like I walked out of that night, like, I don't know. I hadn't been in a circle pit since like high school, dude, of Holy like, you awesome. know, being at punk rock clubs and stuff. 
back back in uh, like Southern California where I grew up, and and that and turn, turn, turn too, like a coffee yeah, dude. Shop. Devin, <laughs> and that night it was just Devin like, just brought this know. up. That was the first night uh, we have a cover of Seek and Destroy. Fuck and yeah, dude! That, 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 oh, that, that was also the first like, night we played it. <laughs> oh, dude, that also destroyed me because I'm such a big like Metallica fan, and I just think <laughs> you were so stoked that like, night, dude. dude like, saw, like, well, it's also I like you guys crushed it, and then also I think that that your voice does a very good job of matching like a younger James Hetfield. You know? Like it it feels it's not easy. That's fucking it's rough on the throat. We did that okay, we played that almost every night on that Europe tour too. Like that was like our like like very end, you know, like we gotta clear the room. It's like a seven minute long song. <laughs> I already talked about the first track. I'm not paying those assholes anything. First like, track. When we were single from autonomic. I'm not. I'm not giving those guys a dime of my money. Yeah, like, fuck those guys. So I love good, Metallica, dude. but like, yeah, yeah. I mean, like, I love their music. I don't think I'd hang out with any of those guys. Who I, knows? You know, I'd hang out with Kirk. I'm sure their kids are cool. You know, Lars actually has like a new interview series. And it's actually really great. Is it like a mm, podcast? Okay, He's okay. a great shout interviewer. out to Lars. Yeah, like I don't care. I don't like <laughs> you guys. <laughs> I'll say it. I don't like you guys. It's, it's rad though. Like he he said mostly I don't know. James. And he's kind of like Lars, he's, he grew the beard ever since Lars Ulrich grew the beard. I've kind of like he looks like maybe he's a little smarter. He's getting like, a little softer as an old man. He, I think you know like but yeah, he's having yeah. it's it's fun listening to him to talk like tom morello or Maynard, oh, sure. or like yeah, you just okay. had billy corgan on oh, that's and pretty cool like, it's just fun to listen to like those guys like talk music and oh stuff. so maynard yeah. like you haven't yeah, put right? out a new tool album in like yeah. 15 years so what's up cool with that you did oh tell me about how you felt when you're in the moment <laughs> <laughs> when you were up there tell me about it tell me about what the thought process was oh jeez, yeah, dude, it's so like, good that's amazing but dude. uh yeah i fucking love you guys man like dude, thank you you're, you're definitely one of my favorite bands and not just just in Portland, but like I said, like I just listen to you guys' music so much, and and like I always am telling people, like yo, like go see this show. I don't think there's a rock and roll band like Autonomics in this city, and okay. and I think I think it's also I don't know, man. Like maybe some of that shit is kind of like looked down upon sometimes in in certain areas of like being like a cool rock and roll band, and like I think that's why I even love it even more sometimes because like when I. Like I said, when I see you guys, I think it's like a different thing. And I know, like we're we're totally like thinking about this Doug Fur show, just being like, oh, should we get should we get like some marimbas in here? No, like, no. kind of like grab some, no, grab some auxiliary, kind of like, like. I think it's perfect. Like, no, thank you. To like kind of warm it up the night and then ease into like what you guys are gonna do. It's like I think it's gonna be fun all night because it's just gonna be kind of a a dance party and then you guys are going to come up and it's still going to be like a dance party but there's also hopefully going to be a circle pit or like people <laughs> jumping up and down and, awesome. circle and pit, I, man. yeah it's just going to be rad so dude thank so you so much that, that, that means that that means a ton you know like and it, it's it's fucking great sitting here and, and talking to you again a year later and like having having good stuff to say to you man like yeah 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 like yeah, you, it's nice to have a good things going on after we lost a member too i mean like yeah man it's cool to see you guys kind of move past that and 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 obviously it's breathed some new life into what you're doing and so i feel like there's a more like professional vibe to the project now i mean like because when vaughn was in the band it's like you know we all love each other but we were arguing a lot just because i feel like um it had gotten to a point where 
we weren't really being considerate of like each other's like feelings or anything. <laughs> it's yeah. just like feeling like a lot of work. Well, and, uh, it's yeah. kind of like that period after Cliff Burton died, but before <laughs> James started taking vocal lessons, you know, like, <laughs> it's like, what are we doing? <laughs> but except we weren't selling out stadiums. Yeah. But yeah, no, no mistake. Fucking well, and I also just imagine that you know, getting to that point, you and Dan kind of had to be like, "Yo, are we gonna keep doing this thing?" Or and, and you guys have put a lot of time into it, so it's. Kinda, I mean, I, f- I feel like we wouldn't have if we didn't if we didn't feel like it still had legs. Yeah, you know, um, you know, because uh, I mean, yeah, like being a, being in a band, uh, it's definitely. I mean, especially when you're like still working. It's just like weird too. Job. Like, I mean, it's a, it's a lot of work doing this for years. Like, since we were like fresh out of high school, like you know, we've got so much of our identity that's just kind of like wrapped up with with this thing yeah, that right? we do. Like, if I know, didn't do so. this, I would just like go home and play video games, which is super <laughs> rad. I mean, like, don't, like I would. Do what it. I'm gonna do after like, this? I would do it. <laughs> it's yeah, like, yeah. Yeah. like, I'll go do it. But like, I mean, it, it has become like a big part of our identity, and uh, I think it's just it was a, like it was at a point where. Like Vaughn didn't want to do it anymore, and that's cool. But Dan and I still did, so it was just that simple. Right. Really, well, I'm yeah. glad you guys still are, and I'm yeah, way pumped to like capture what you guys do live on film. And, yeah. Thanks. Like, I'm I'm way pumped to yeah, yeah to do it. And like footage, we're so. we're freaking yeah, dude. Stoked to work with you on this show. It's gonna be it's gonna be a freaking party. Fuck yeah, Jesse Devin. It's super nice to get to hang with you guys and get Thanks, to yeah. know you guys a little bit. Absolutely. Uh, we end Continue. every episode of the podcast with the guests saying it's a program. So if you guys want to maybe do it all together, or if you just want to let Rockstar Dan over here, no, let's do it on three. Come on, <laughs> it it off, it's everybody. a program. It's a program. Program with the U. Okay, <laughs> count, count, count it off for us. All right. One, two, three. It's, it's a, a program. program. That's the autonomics, everybody. Uh, we're gonna play it. At, what are we playing it out with? Uh, TV star, dead TV dead star, TV dead TV star. What's happening? This yeah. is uh, off the Dead Sounds record. Uh, come out to the show on November 20th at the Doug Fur, the Dougie Fresh. It's a Tuesday, Dougie, Dougie. But, <laughs> but it's Thanksgiving, also Thanksgiving week. Thanksgiving week, yeah. whatever. Fuck yeah. it. Oh, so you're either going to be out of town or you're going to be in town. You're going to be in town. But if you're in town, bring your family. Yeah, because it's going to be <laughs> when you the best party <laughs> of the fall. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Get some autumnal delights. Right on. Ooh. This is a Dead TV star, and we will catch you on the flip side, Portland. Stay buttered.
It's a program. program.